forever. Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm a thick... Yeah! C-R-E-A team. <laughs> uh, A.K.A. the Bonnet Day, Goof and Spoof, Raja. <laughs> Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Yeah, gabba, yeah. Gabba, gabba, oh, gabba, 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 wee. This girl, uh, she's mine. And hop, hop, hop. She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, 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 chef's kiss, caliente, wrestling, reactions. Woo! We did it. We did it. We are here. We are back. Uh, before we get into all the spicy wrestling action, a lot to talk about. We got a new WWE champion since the, the last main pod but we did talk about that on the bonus pod that came out on monday check it out post chamber episode with skylar aston pitch mr perfect um but before we do this podcast is brought to you by our patreon patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling we are in the midst of our 20 patron push we are i think two patrons away uh uh, uh to having new cal art to having a sticker mailed out to all patrons that corresponds to our new art and the return of the Cal Movie Club episodes uh, where we watch. We're going to watch 10 episodes with uh, 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 of movies with pro wrestlers in them uh, and uh, dissect them to an unhealthy degree. It's a great time. Those are Cal Movie Clubs available. The full archives of that on our Patreon. Uh, also, if you're a patron, you get access to tons of more bonus content every Friday morning. Uh, I watch AEW NXT. We, we, we talk about the Wednesday Night Wars. A lot to talk about considering... Uh, there's something very large, something big uh, going on on those shows that we will be talking about on Friday morning. And uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash means wrestling. Support your local podcasts. Anyway, a lot to talk about today. Let's just jump right into it. He's here. This guy will no sells a question like it's his business. He's a nasty, nasty boy, a nasty Newman. How about it, Dan? And How Jason? about it, Newman? How about it, Newman? Wow, you 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 pronounced that H so hard that it popped your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here. Uh, he's here, and uh, we can't do anything about it. The uh, official cow uh, heavyweight champion, Mister Jason Shabira. Actually, you sent me your new updated music. Here it is. Sierra Hotel, Echo, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar, Shapiro. Oh, my God. 
That is the most laid back entrance music I've ever heard. Straight from Waikiki, Hawaii. Uh, Mr. Jason Shapiro, the double intro there. Beautiful music, you know, I guess. Mahalo, bro. <laughs> yeah. um, now, I again, don't know what get... does mahalo mean again? If you have to ask, you don't understand, bro. Okay. I think it means thank you, right? Oh, so you do know what it means. Yeah, it means thank you. Yeah, but I'm very, you seem I'm to use it look. as just, you're using it like an Israeli says shalom, like kind of as a multi-purpose word. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's going on out here. Yeah. Out here in, in the beach. Now I'm the beach whisperer. And I keep my ears to the beaches and the streets. Aloha is kind of the shalom of Hawaii. Aloha is hello. It's farewell. It's whatever you need it to be. That's what everyone's doing out here. I had to go somewhere else with it. I took a different word. Mahalo. I made that my aloha, which is my original shalom. It's my shalom ha. And I'll tell you what else. It's it's things are good for me out here, man. I'm the couch champ. The living is easy. You know, I'm just filled with gratitude. I'm filled with thanks. So I didn't I ask. Like to, we didn't no, ask. No, 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 no. But that's, you did ask. You did ask. Okay. You said, what does is, what is Mahalo mean to me, bro? And I'm telling you, it's because I'm just, I'm so grateful. My station in life right now, you know, being a champion, being on a beautiful paradise. Let me island. ask you something. Are your chest hair all gray now? Not all of them, but enough <laughs> I mean, of them are. I mean, bro, what are you, 85 years old? Full gray ma- uh, chest mane? I actually bleached them. I make them gray because <laughs> okay. uh, I'm trying to look more distinguished out here. All right. Anyway, uh, before okay, before we kick it off, I'm just gonna hit. Uh, I'm gonna hit two hits of the Flonays. <laughs> ah, Donnie Flonays. Ooh, man, I'm like allergy free for you guys for this rest of this episode. Forgot to do it this morning and I couldn't breathe out of my nose, so I did it now. That's it. That's what it is. Anyway, whew. All right. So we talked. We. I mean. Man, we really, really, really are on the uh, road to WrestleMania here. Um, and uh, it's starting to be interesting because Mania is shaping up, but not, not, not as, I don't know, not really yet. Not really. Like, we know some stuff that's going to happen, but it's odd this Miz thing is such a curveball from what I thought Mania was gonna be. Um, so anyway, I think we should start there. I mean, God, a million things to talk about, actually, weirdly. But yeah, so Miz, Shebs, Miz is the champion. Okay, we talked about this a lot on Monday at when we we record. Uh, it's from the episode Monday, but it was right after the Chamber on Sunday, and. We were like, what does this actually mean? And then we saw Raw. We saw this, We kind of saw where they're going with it. I'm curious where you guys think they go. Here's, what I, here's where I'm at, okay? I, have, I feel like I have a hard time believing that they're not going to some kind of bad bunny angle with Miz at Mania. I have a hard time seeing them just throw bad bunny. Because bad bunny, we know he's training, right? Uh, he brought that title onto SNL. This WrestleMania is on Peacock. It is on Peacock. Okay, like okay, they they announced that. I didn't know that. You know, it said I think it said exclusively on Peacock in the ad I saw. You know, so you know, the 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 star, Miz is a star of USA. He has a reality show on there. He hosted that Cannonball show on USA. Um, he's one of their most crossover talents. I don't, 
I don't think they're going to have I like I know Tulo brought it up and then I started being haunted about it. I doubt they're going to have Miz versus Bad Bunny for the title at Mania. Newman, you made a face. You think they might? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think they won't do that. They know that they know that's bad for Bad Bunny, right? Right, right. So that's the reason they wouldn't do it. So, if you think about it, are they going to pivot Bad Bunny's programming for Mania into something else after they've spent all this time sinking it into Miz? I think, gun to the head, Miz drops this title before Mania. I even think, to be honest, that we're all a bunch of marks. Drew wins this title back because the Lashley rematch is now set for Monday next week, right? Mm-hmm. Not even Fastlane. Doesn't mean they don't wrestle at Fastlane. I could be wrong. Drew Drew wins that title back at Fastlane, and and we then we see Brock because Drew, uh, people are saying we're not going to see Brock. It's not a bad. I, I I I would. I'm starting to doubt it myself. But no one is in a position to wrestle Drew right now. Drew is in that same spot as Roman Reigns, except Roman Reigns got Edge. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, so Ed, you can always wrestle a guy like Edge, who, by the way, one of my favorite things about wrestling is that Hall of Famers are active talent. <laughs> you know, wrestling, it's so funny. They're like, they, one of your crowns, like one of your accomplishments in ring is that you're already a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Show, who are the rest of the guys who wrestled? He can main yeah, event. I saw- <laughs> I saw, let me tell you, you're talking about yeah. on-screen credits, like when you're walking yeah. down the entrance ramp and they show yeah. your qualifications. They had Seth Rollins roll out on SmackDown, and one yeah. of his qualifications was engaged to Becky Lynch. And I was like, <laughs> that's one of that's one of Seth Rollins. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but like this guy's got a lot of other shit you could put in there. <laughs> engaged Becky Lynch. So let's not get uh, too caught up in what they what they give you credit for doing. Yeah, that's those, true. Well, it just, it's funny. They're like WWE Hall of Famer. It's so funny because it's it's like what what do you think? What is it? Okay, so w- ways that they calculate your stats in wrestling. Yeah, you have the like Sheb said. You have the curveball stat, which is just a personal stat, which they will use for your power ranking. So right. it could and be, it's not, your, and it's not, <laughs> and it's not just that they use it for people who they don't have stuff to right. talk about. It's not like if it's like oh, like uh, you know, uh, what's a, like if Bad Bunny comes out. It's not like there's like oh, you know, as a number one Billboard hit right now. No, no, no. If you're as as yeah. important of a wrestler as Seth Rollins, with as many accolades in the ring as Seth Rollins, they still need to throw bullshit on that on that rap. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that yeah. stuff's important. Yeah, like it's G- like generous <laughs> tipper <laughs> <laughs> throughout the first pitch at a Cincinnati Reds game or something like. <laughs> oh, that was like, Miz, right? They're for Miz. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was for Miz. Yeah, so like you have that, those kind of accolades, then you have the amount of titles you've required uh, acquired. Um, uh, 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 regardless of the length of rain, <laughs> right? Sure. Sure. That's just just, just the, the quantity. That's something that matters right. a lot. Well, in that's wrestling. a huge. That's a huge <laughs> deal in wrestling. Yeah, it's a huge deal in in boxing. Also, it's probably harder to do in boxing. Right, but it's a huge deal. Like multi-time champ is a big deal. <laughs> right, in wrestling. It's actually to me wrestling. It makes a lot of sense. Way it's, more it's, sense than anywhere else. Writing. Because, right, because it's how many times you are so good that they had to put you back. At the top, that's a pretty big deal, right? Because like, like Jinder Mahal is gonna be like the one-time champion. <laughs> and never there was never. one time they wrote him in, you know. Anyway, um, there's that, and then uh, 
They will talk about the length of your title run, right? So if it's, if if it's, it's like, good. Yeah, it it's has long, to be yeah. over one year, right? Right. No. It's only if it's 300 days. No, you could hit you with it. I could see a 260-day stat. I bet you could see a stat where it's like 180. I bet. Yeah. I bet. I mean, it's wrestling. Right. They, they might hit you with a 68. Well, it's, just so, it's so funny because they're so inconsistent with that shit. It's like every once in a while they will like throw in like a wrestler's reach. Like every once in a while they randomly like do a stat for stat. 74 inch reach. They do yeah. a stat for stat. They never mention age. Age is never in a in a in a in a in a tail of the tape ever. Uh but anyway, so yeah, my point is that what do I think is going to happen? So I think there's two options for Mania. Here's where I'm at, and then I'll throw it to you guys. The two things I th- see is they have Miz keep the title, and then the match is they go triple threat with Lashley and Drew. Um, and, and, and they start just building Lashley up as strong as possible, which they did do on Monday. Or or uh, Drew gets the title back, and then they go with the bad body angle. That That's where I see that they're going with this. What do you guys think? And then the, the third part is, do you guys think they know where they're going with it yet? <laughs> no, I don't think no. they do. I think we see, I think I could actually see Lashley getting the title uh, sooner than later. Uh, I don't think that he's not a credible person to beat Drew McIntyre. He's enormous. Uh, he's been doing a great work. Um, but no, I don't think at all. Like, it's hard for me to even guess where they're going to go because I don't think they have any idea what's going to happen next either. Yeah, I mean, we'll take the third yeah. part last. Of course, they don't know what they're doing right now. <laughs> they don't know. One thing I'll say: I have not heard any whispers on the streets or the beaches about Lesnar coming in from Mania. So, do I they think talk Lesnar, a lot about wrestling on the beaches of Hawaii? I do. <laughs> okay, good answer. I start the convo, and then people yeah. have it. You know, they don't know yeah. what's going on. And if you control the narrative, you decide the narrative. But. Lesnar, you can't rule him out, but let's let's assume we're not getting Lesnar, okay? I think that to talk about the the first thing you said, the Miz Bad Bunny program, get that out of your head. That's a Tulo nonsense. There's no universe in which Bad Bunny is challenging for the WWE t- title. No, I, at, I don't at, think at it... any point. At any point. And then to take Miz, <laughs> and then that there's no, saying there's, no, there's no, 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 no. Listen, it's not. I, I don't think it's WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay. Look. Then the question is, hey, you were insinuating that you thought Miz was maybe going to bow out of the title picture to get into a program with Bad Bunny so they don't waste the Bad Bunny momentum with the Oh, Miz. I say they do Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. I, that just seems like such a colossal waste of what the Miz has done right now. Right. Because he's going to be going from the main event, the WWE... Yeah title being the first double grand slammer by the way having the best mic in the business where we're talking about is usa show and we're talking about how much yeah. the face of the company could be and what we're talking about launching peacock they're going to take all that and that champion and all that positive momentum with this character and throw it in the toilet so that they don't lose the bad bunny momentum like i don't think anyone gives a fuck about this bad bunny feud except for tulo i mean bad it's cool that bad bunny is there yeah. But I think more likely what you'll see is Bad Bunny is involved in the angles. But I don't think they're taking Miz out of the title match at Mania after just putting the belt on him post-Rumble so that he could continue his feud with Bad Bunny, right? Yeah. Now, I think what Newman said, 
that was kind of tingling my satchel as well. I was like, maybe <laughs> oh, we get Lashley God. with the belt yeah. on the road to Mania. Maybe Lashley takes it off Miz. Yeah. Because here's the interesting thing. They're that building these guys satchel? up. Yeah, it tingled my satchel. Okay. It <laughs> jingled your coin purse. Yeah, it jingled, <laughs> it jang, it jangled my, my coin purse. They have, if you think about it, they have instantaneously built up credibility with both The Miz and Bobby Lashley. Those guys essentially came out of fucking nowhere because The Miz was in the straight jabron zone for the past four months, right? He was getting douched by Bad Bunny at the Rumble. He was doing goof segments with Morrison. He was not a top-tier title guy. I mean, he's, of course, The Miz, so he is. We know he has the potential. But they gave him that belt, and they're like, look, bro, you've got a mic in your hands. Just be the champ now. And he could hit the ground running and be that. But it's kind of left fieldy. It's kind of out of nowhere. Again, Dan, we talked about it. This guy got the briefcase, not through some great momentous momentum-building run, but through a kangaroo court uh, ruling by Judge the Honorable John Bradshaw Layfield. Like, it's not the season of the Miz. They kind of just came out of nowhere with that. And Lashley has perennially been a complete jobber essentially, right? He looks like a million bucks, but he's been pretty much amounted to a hill of beans. He's the so original far. Trump supporter. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> by putting him with MVP, the Hurt Business, I think, has been yeah. doing great. But just by having him truly just get angry that he lost the U.S. title, because let's be honest, the U.S. title not like an empowering belt. He had the U.S. title. That was like a nice mid-card coast for him. Yeah. By getting mad that he lost that belt, he just got hot-shotted to the main. He became credible at a left field. Like, I was like, wow, this guy looks yeah. fucking pissed. Well, he look, really there's beat, always beat, room for jacked-up dudes. We always say I it. know, I know. But <laughs> now, I will say this. I will say this. I'm the type of dude who's all about momentum, okay? Yeah. This guy, Robert Lashley, cut. It's a low bar, but he cut the best promo of his life on the Miz on <laughs> yeah. Raw this week. Like that well, was yeah, the most the reality, credible, the, you threatening, the badass. That shit ruled for Lashley. That he, shit was straight fire. Yeah, he, he had a line that he didn't deliver it amazingly, but it's uh, it was a fun written side where he said, uh, he he said like I'm gonna make you put you in a new reality show called How Lashley Sent Me to the Emergency Room. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> And then he, he ended it by going something like, it's going to be brutal, it's going to be terrible, and it's going to be awesome. And I'm like, that yeah. shit was good. Whatever. Yeah, it was good. It. Also, I'm, if you have Lashley, I mean, look, he's, he doesn't have the Gimp mask, but if you have Lashley uh, with MVP, MVP is like a great mouthpiece for anybody. I mean, MVP is a straight G, man. That dude is gangster. I love him. His mic is... I mean, I had no idea in that original run he had when he was dressed like a Power Ranger. I did not know how powerful he was on the mic. I think he got there. But he's a guy who's got just the sky's the limit for this guy. I love him to the moon and back. Yeah. But Lashley, between that promo, between seemingly coming out of nowhere as a... We were... Dan, let me put it this way. We recorded post-show. You, me, Tulo, yeah. Skylar Aston. Lashley. Will Lashley... Can, is he a main event guy? Does he feel like he's in the title picture? Like, was he just uh, used as, like, a goon for Miz? To, like, what do they do with Lashley? We were both like, oh, we don't really feel like he's going to be, like, a title shot guy. That seems crazy. So in one day between yeah. that promo and clean victory over Braun Strowman, mm -hmm. no-selling Braun Strowman's finisher and then beating him, Lashley is instantaneously has the momentum to be in that main event for WrestleMania.
I yeah, think well, it's uh, Drew it's versus the beauty Lashley. of a of the look in pro wrestling. Like it's the beauty of the guy is so fucking huge that like it's kind of like he has a really... fucking vein in his face. What is that? It looks like a burn scar. <laughs> You know? I, it I looks thought it was like a burn a, scar. I don't know I what that it was is. His, his vascularity running wild. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be. That could just be a vein popping through. <laughs> Imagine when he was just doing a one extra push and a vein just came out for good. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. <laughs> but it's he, definitely um, possible. The suit they put Bobby Lashley in a suit that made him look like. Ten million dollars. Well, one million dollars. One million dollars. The suit he looked fucking. What was that? A white. It was like pink, like, I think. It was like had a pink like, linen suit. Eight? I thought it was a white, but it was a three to three to it six. It was a piece. three to six piece suit, right? Like, yeah, I was gonna say it was way more than a three piece suit. It was many pieces. A lot of pieces. Suit. I mean, it might have been a, a six piece, could have been an eight piece. Yeah, let's go. Um, but yeah, so uh yeah, he looked great. I do think Lashley. I would. I wouldn't mind seeing what Lashley looks like in some sunglasses. Is that crazy? He's not good. I've seen him in sunglasses, but his face is. His head is too big and I'm too, trying to trying to cover him up as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, you know, his eyes aren't the problem. The actually, it's the it's the weird mouth of Lashley that's the most off putting thing. It's not a weak mouth. He just is a very squared and a square jaw is a good thing. But something about his mouth does is he a have no bit, eyebrows? Well, he has no eyebrows. Those are tattoos. He has eyebrows yeah. tattooed on his head. That's called microblading, which I think is a huge mistake. He would look better with no eyebrows, like just as like a baby seal. Yeah. Um, but I think if you put Lashley in a solid COVID mask yeah. or a retribution mask, um, of course, I'm I'm the type of dude who can appreciate a, a full gimp mask. <laughs> I no, think his suit is 100 percent pink. It's a pink suit. Uh, I mean, whatever, we're going to be playing right. the, the it's blue like carnation. Gold. All right. Look, I can respect it. I, it, it popped as, as very bright and white on my screen, but um, I will accept pink for sure. Oh, wait, but so, look, okay. guys, it's not mutually exclusive. Why can't he wear an eight-piece, beautiful, elegant suit and a gimp mask? Why do we have to choose? Do you guys notice that the hurt? I mean, look, there music? is precedent. There is precedent for that. Like, it's not a gimp mask, but like, there is sort of no look that is slicker than somebody who is jacked up in a suit wearing a lucha mask. Yeah. Like that look is yeah. classic. And yeah. I think the gimp mask would translate in that same way. I appreciate you saying that. I agree. Um, yo, so uh, do you guys notice that the hurt? <laughs> I was going to call him the hurt locker business. I was going to say the hurt locker business. The yeah. hurt business music is <laughs> it has the same. It's the same as EO Shiraz music, which I can't fucking play right now. But they both are like when they kick in. Anyway, check that out. I would have played it, but the soundboard's all fucked up today. Anyway, um I don't think anybody has to check it out. Your rendition was so spot on. Anyway, so all right. Uh let's talk about Miz for a little bit. Okay. So small thing, I don't want to forget to mention. Did you notice that Miz is side plates? Are the WWE logo the generic WWE ones, but upside down? Yeah, that's the that's the Miz logo. Yeah, well, you know, because his logo is just that. But you know yeah, that the great. side plates that just come with the title when you buy it, like yeah. just the WWE yeah. ones. He had he doesn't have special ones. He has those upside down. So, <laughs> let me. But let me ask you this: Do you yeah. think WWE just flipped their plates, or do you think they had custom upside down ones made? I think they Miz. just flipped them because it just just took the one from the other side, put them upside down, would be the same okay. bearing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, my, my uh, belt doesn't have side plates. I don't. Miz uh, came don't out, know. no surprise. 
uh, cut a great promo. Um, and his promo said exactly what he needed to say, laying out how he's the fucking best. I mean, it's just a guy like Miz. He's just so terrific on the microphone. He has such a not only does he have the skill on the microphone, he has the story. You know, like he his story of coming, like being doubted and knowing it, wanting him there, and that now it's sixteen years later, he's on top again, going into Mania. It is great. Him and uh, Morrison, had a, a, I felt like they had a slight botched moment where they were supposed to do a Jeopardy joke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <that? laughs> and he, he didn't say, like, who is the Miz? He was just like, yeah, was, the he Miz. Would've, he would have said, who is the Miz? But yeah. he goes, ding, ding, the Miz. And you're like, the whole point is that he said it in Jeopardy form. So right. <laughs> Morrison, I mean, that was his only line. In the you had one job to do, John. Yeah. I mean, Morrison at this point, I, I, look, I love Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's great, but he's he's feeling a little Robin Quiversy to me at this point. <laughs> like, he just seems like he really hitched his wagon to the right star here because I don't know. I mean, the Miz is such a fucking top 10, like a, a just a great main event player. And Morrison's kind of a doof sometimes. I love him, but I wish he had a better, more defined role in this Miz ecosystem. Like when Miz gets badass, Morrison badass is still in like when I'm saying Miz, Miz can do the goofs. But when Miz is like turning up the heat and hitting you with the real shit, you know, like I've been here for 16 years and you all doubted me, motherfucker. Fuck you. Yeah. Like Morrison is still just going like ding, 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 baby. Like I, yeah. where's, <laughs> where's the other side of that coin? He needs to figure out how to tap into that so he doesn't seem so out of place. Yo, Dana's badass, man. <laughs> it's like he's here like with us. It's like he's in the room with us right now. Yo, Dana's badass, man. All right. That's, badass, that's- man. <laughs> No, she's not. Though. Uh, anyway, if you, yeah, what, I mean, if you needed what other evidence did you need that Tulo has just likes every wrestler, every wrestler, everything they're doing, it's all great, man. Oh, they're doing no, a Dana's work right bad now. Badass, man. I mean, Dana Brooke has not been <laughs> badass in the history of her miserable career with this company. Uh, anyway, um, so a couple of fun things about uh, Miz. Uh, did you first off love they gave him fireworks? I love the game oh, yeah. pyro. That was mm-hmm. amazing. I like that the Thunderdome has got them pretty loose with the pyro. They're having fun. Like just if edge pointed, edge pointed after spearing Roman Reigns. That's never been, that's never happened. Like just a fun. But they're like, listen, no one's here. Whatever. Let's just kick, kick, let's just go with a pyro. I, that's a post win rumble double pyro. You got a, you got pyro again. That's great. Oh, I love wrestling. I feel anyway. like the belt got the pyro and like Miz happened to be the one holding the belt. Yeah, it was it was the that there's now pyro for you pyro when you win rumble. Now there's pyro for choosing who you wrestle at maybe. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, I love it. The more they should normalize instances where pyro is necessary more. Like yeah. a After, contract yeah. signing by the time like sign it, slam it down, pyro, pyro. Oh, and pyro matter what <laughs> they're like all right everyone we're here that edge is in gorilla <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right anyway so sad Miz girl from 10 years ago yeah she they interviewed her she was like you know that that you know if you don't know what i'm talking about is that meme of that girl she was probably like eight years old making like a sad face like a like a angry like, like a cartoonish angry, angry face Oh, is it angry, angry Ms. Girl? I don't know what I, I really said. Maybe it's sad Ms. Girl. I don't know. I think it's angry Ms. Girl it, is the meme. 
I thought yeah, it was angry, Miss Girl. It was angry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. I just remember. I mean, what she happened. looked both sad and angry. Could go either way, but I think she looked more angry than sad. That that checks out. There's lamentations for sure. <laughs> they interviewed her. They 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 got a quote from her that's now, and she was like, "Yo, Miz is the best wrestler." <laughs> She's well, like, we He's should, the best wrestler in the let game. Let me let me. We should read the actual quote because it's actually I have like. It. I gotta oh, give it? props to um, the Bleacher Report wrestling account is very good on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, they, they do they, great work. They they do really good shit on there. Um, whoever's running that, they got they got they got the right guy running that. Um, here, I like the way here it is. She said, "I personally think he's one of the best on the roster. I know it's a big change from my opinion ten years ago, but I love him when he's a heel champion." And it's yeah, it's Angry Miz Girl. That look. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lover, yeah. Um, but uh, everyone loves. Uh, everyone I mean, she goes on. Guy. By the way, she says, "I love when he's a heel champion. I think he's got the personality for it down to a T." And she said, "I loved meeting the Miz, and he was always super kind to me and worked super hard. So I definitely think he deserves." Oh, it. really? Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, Yo, that, my but again, got, it shows. Me, oh my god, angry Miz girl's bad ass man. So Amy Miss Girl, <laughs> one of my guys. But here's the thing. Wow, they huge. call her just Kaylee. And it was it was ten years ago, but they're still not giving her full name, which makes me leads me to believe she's still a minor. Because otherwise you'd give this person's full name and they just don't want people like creeping on her or something. Like, yeah, hey, what does Angry Miss Girl look like now? Like what's she working with? So that means that <laughs> she's been a wrestling fan since she was like five or six years old or something. I would say incredible. that girl in that picture has gotta be like eight or nine. Yeah. So you're saying you think that they should give her last name so the wrestling fans of America her name, her? her address, a list of all of her fears. I mean, she's got to be yeah, she's got to be in college, right? So they got to figure <laughs> out like, hey, what's where does she go to school? What's she studying? What's her major? What is she into? No, it's obviously um, wise to to keep her as anonymous oh, as possible. I'm saying the, they should. I just I yeah. just saw that and I assumed that that meant she was like an uh, a minor or or that she doesn't want to be. Like, just like, please don't use my last name. I really don't want these fucking moms right. just hitting me right, up. Right, right. But this is, but here's my question then. How the fuck did Bleacher Report find her? Like, how did these guys find this lady? I guess she I made the know. press rounds back then and they just had her mom's contact info still. <laughs> they called her up for, for a comment. Yeah. She was yeah. like, oh, wow, no one's ever cared about me. This is unbelievable. Um, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. Whoever whoever thought to call her up was the man. Uh, it was exactly my, was my But I'll tell you what. Like, I, I remember on the 25-year uh, anniversary of Nevermind, they did an interview with the baby, the naked baby yeah. on the cover. That yeah. was awesome, right? He what was, was he like? Dude. He was like, yeah, it was kind of weird that my dick on the cover. No, he was like, like, look, my dick was out anyway. He's like, I don't know. He was like, yo, my parents were kind of like, weird artist kind of people and they like you know they were just like taking you know down to do these photos and like i think it's pretty cool obviously but i have no memory of it but it's a little weird but he's a and he's an artist he, he works diving he after work- a dollar yeah there's a dollar on a on a on a fish hook and <laughs> yeah. he's swimming after it's a brilliant title it's my favorite album of all time i love it um, that's your favorite album of all time by default i wish it wasn't I don't this want an extended to pyro episode of Cal, by the way. I'm just saying it's like it's like if you grew up when fucking you know the Beatles. I think 16 Stone is your favorite album. Nah, don't play me like that. That's a great album too. I'm not too big to admit it that I love that album. But the best albums for me are Nirvana, Nirvana Unplugged in New York, which is probably even a better album, honestly. How did we get here? What's going because on? Because I'm talking about the the kid, <laughs> the kid on the cover. Okay, 
he currently works in Shep Ferry's studio, yeah. or he did back then. He was like working as an artist, and that was cool. They interviewed the little baby with a fro on the cover of Ready to Die by Notorious B.I.G. That was really awesome, you know? So yeah. I'm honestly ready for the full Angry Miz Girl Where Are They Now interview. I want to know I where I think she's she should at. come back on. He should bring her out on Raw next week. It's like perfect, right? Ah, uh, that'd be amazing. I mean, look, if. if oh, actually, Ray the reason they went for her, by the way, I know why, is right. because he. I forgot. He did a backstage promo. I'm remembering this. Yeah, yeah, did yeah. a backstage promo where he mentioned her. He was yes. like, I want five million Angry Miz girls. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. great, that's great why promo. They rem- they so that's why they that. remembered. Okay, okay, okay. But here's the thing. If, if Rey Mysterio gets to lug his dipshit kids around every fucking taping and put them on the goddamn screen, <laughs> yeah. why can't Miz roll with the Angry Miz girl? Or at this point, we're going to call her uh, Content Miz Young Woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Promising young Ms. W- woman. Um, I mean, I, I, I want to see more of her. I think she's got star potential. Star all right, let's, she's, yeah, me too. All right. Um, let's move quickly to another topic here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Ms. It's just, it's just great to see Ms. with the top. It's, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. It wasn't my favorite use of the, t- we talked about it on Monday's episode, but like, you know, the, he, the way he got the money in the bank briefcase to begin with was so jank. Uh, he literally had a kangaroo court. You know what I mean? Like, but, that, but, they, that's, yeah. but that's the was, thing. When people say like, hey, why? Because you were saying in that, for people who didn't hear the post chamber app, we it's should free just right now on the main feed. Oh, it's free. Check it yeah. out. But if you don't want to listen to. If, you, if there's only so much cow you could stomach in one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To rehash, so cows we have were, like six stomachs. They're they four stomachs, actually. They're yeah, ruminants. Yeah, yeah they have oh, four okay. stomachs. They chew their own cud. Yeah. But what what we kind of the gist of what we're feeling in the moment was, and it's so funny how much <laughs> yeah. one week of wrestling changes, but in that moment, we're oh, like, because you forget. <laughs> you let it go. Right. You let it go. You let it go. We're like, this is so, this is great, but something still fears, feels a little bit like it's missing a half step. Like there's something a little bit strange about Miz doing it. And the reason is because like how much not momentum he had going into this thing like he had the briefcase but he was not like it wasn't like kofi mania where they were like slowly building like yo i think he's gonna do it this makes sense this feels right it was like miz was 1000 percent in the jabron zone but he had the briefcase but that briefcase was like filled with lunch meat and like fucking cold cuts like it was a complete yeah. goof show for months with this guy like yeah, it, was it was not yeah. the main event of wrestlemania was level JBL was the judge JBL, of course, was the judge. <laughs> um, you know it, baby. See, this um, is the shit about wrestling. You can't, when you describe this to people, yeah, like there's so much. You go, all right, like just yeah, yeah, let that go, whatever. Like you got to do. I think actually that's probably what that's probably what Tulo was doing in this. <laughs> it's like when people are like, yeah, hey, so I've been watching this wrestling program. You guys, right. guys like yeah. so much. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of tonally all over the place. There was a kind of a one of the ex wrestlers had a courtroom where they were, um, they were there was a prosecution going on over uh, 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 if someone should get a a briefcase that was actually uh, more of a like a, a, an old timey work lunchbox that had a contract in it. Yeah, could you help? Could you just exp- could you just explain to me what I was looking at exactly there, Tulo? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's good. It's good. Here's the thing. Here's what I, here's what I don't yeah. understand. Here's what I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so 
So there's a a, a a very old woman. I'm saying a woman who's, who's too old. Like, she shouldn't even be allowed right. to work anywhere, let alone in a wrestling yeah. ring where they're throwing her through a table on the floor. Okay, so that's right. off-putting enough. And I know you're saying this is yeah. pretty legit, and The Rock's like the biggest star in America and wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm watching some old stuff. You don't know who's really, going to win, you know what I mean? It's like, like a really yeah. old woman. Like, like you're scared for how old she is. <laughs> yeah, And yeah, they yeah. slam her through a table. But, but that's not even the weird part. The weird part is then a 400-pound black man... I think has sex with her and then, but then she gives birth. I mean, she's too old. Her, she has no uterus at this point, but she gives birth to a, a, a human hand. What, what are you like? Could you tell me how that is acceptable on television these days? You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I guess I'll look closely, look more closely. Yeah. 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 Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Oof. All right, great. Anyway, so uh, listen. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, switch on over to talking about something uh, that we got a new, the biggest NXT class right now. Interesting, uh, or I what guess we got uh, these dudes. You know, uh, I don't know what you call them, but they're WWE recruits reporting to the Performance Center. Okay. Um, but among them are four notable names. Um, they said it's the biggest class they've brought in. You know, when they wear the gray shirts and we're like, we're here. I mean, this is um, by the way, this is classic wrestling slash Shabiro tactics of yeah. you can celebrate anything, no matter how insignificant and how small. Like, who gives a fuck? If this is the by volume most amount of people to show up to train on the same day, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that because they told me that. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, like I haven't been keeping track. A no, it's a non-story. Oh, yeah. you guys are training a couple people I've never fucking heard of. Like, <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know. Um, okay, but amongst them, there's only four names that are in my mind worth uh, that I know. Yeah. but one is Taya Valkyrie, meaning J- uh, John Morrison's uh, wife. Yeah. Who I've met a bunch of times. Extremely nice uh, woman wrestles out here at bar wrestling is kind of like a SoCal uh, staple of pro wrestling. Sure, and um, and it's been always kind of the 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 female wrestler that people have always been like, what what happened there, you know? And then now she's going uh, she's going to uh, the performance center, so that'll be interesting. Great. I really like T-shirt. Let's put her in a great T-shirt. Let's get a full media blitz on this one. We need yeah. cameras. We need press. We need the blogs. Let's get them activated. She's got. Uh, she's bringing her foofy boots down to Orlando. Uh, yes, so yes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, she wears foofy boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But she, nice. you know, she wrestled it. Yeah, she's. We'll see what she does. It's gonna be interesting. Um, the dude, that dude, Blake Christian. Who remember I plugged him on the pod. A while back, he this guy is pretty fucking sick. I saw him randomly on Instagram. I know he wrestles in Impact. A lot of you guys know who he is. He's a big indie guy, but he's the guy who did the um, he did a uh, uh, how do I describe it? Uh, in the ring, jumping to the outside of the ring. So he does uh, bounce off the ropes, flip to the outside of the ring, and then caught and then lands. He flips to the guy on the outside, lands in a uh, scorpion deathlock on the other guy. It goes into it. Like pretty fucking sick. Actually, one time he did it, he also picked him up into a tombstone, which was cool. This guy's very high flying. This guy, yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm giving I'm giving this guy a look. Small, but he's not into it. I'm not into it. He's a major (laughs) major ginge on this guy. He looks like that fucking like that stupid Australian rapper, whatever that fucking guy's name is, like the Lacroix boy or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? You don't know Uh, Leroy the Kid or some shit. 
there's so many of these like rappers now who are like they're like they're there's so many like not cool rappers now. Right? Yeah, are well, we in the age of the like up, not look cool up, rapper? Look up a guy, are we is that rapper name? Look up a rapper named The Kid Leroy. All right. Um he's just like a little ginge Australian kid. And you're like, why is this guy saying the N-word? He's not. He's not. I'm kidding, guys. He's not. But I'm saying he's like a he's like in that SoundCloud rap zone. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't need my rappers looking like this. I don't need my wrestlers looking like this. I like my wrestlers <laughs> beefy and juicy. Okay. All right. Well, I then you'll like this. Watch check out the real Blake Christian on uh on Instagram. The guy can go, the guy is pretty sick. Um, all this right, the next guy, like, the, the kid Leroy looks like he knows what's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's a, it's a, it's a creeping macritus. The next guy I want to talk about yeah. is Parker Bordeaux. That's the guy who the mini Brock who Heyman pointed out on his Instagram. Heyman was like, I'm calling it for this guy. He looks exactly like Brock Lesnar. He's like yeah. 21 years old or something. He's already dropped out of college and reported to the performance center immediately. What a great um, t-shirt on the kid. I yeah, love I mean, the like. I love the performance center being like the new like military draft. Like yeah, you get like yeah. you pulled out of school and you got to go serve at the performance uh, center. Do you Jimmy Hendrix made... is dodging it. Cassius Clay is dodging it. Can you imagine when, when like they made AJ report down there and he's like, "This is a fucking joke." Like I got yeah. these guys got to watch me run the ropes. I'm AJ Styles. You know, what I mean? AJ AJ didn't they didn't have him do an NXT run. You know, like they let him no because they were like that would be ridiculous. You know, like I mean? we we don't have time. We don't have time. We need to use this guy immediately. I know. Um, but part I mean, Vince, board- I think uh, my my prediction is Vince is going to stop letting guys go to NXT. <laughs> he's like, "You're icing my guys down there." You know, maybe maybe. But Parker Bordreau. I mean, I understand the comparisons to Brock because he's like a he looks like he's like a corn fed Midwestern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you he know, looks like, a lot fatter and smaller. Yeah, he like I mean, to call him Brock is like, I don't know, man. Brock is such a once in a lifetime specimen of humanity. Like you look at Brock Lesnar, you get the chills like no one looks like this guy. No one moves like this guy for being a 300 pounder. I mean, he walks around at 300 motherfucking pounds and he moves like he's a welterweight you know yeah but this guy who this guy he seems so young this guy could get he could get so beefed up not i'm not trying to be negative here he's a lot bigger than his girlfriend parker boudreaux (laughs) or whatever his name is this guy i'm gonna do the opposite of him the is zilch dead in the water not gonna go anywhere nothing big let's put it out of our minds that he's gonna be some sort of like uh natural at this business he's gonna go the way of of uh uh you know what's his fuck um lars sullivan and a footnote barely a footnote not even in the appendix it's possible i mean we have no we have nothing to speak to this guy's talent other than we know he looks like a a little boy a little chubby boy brock lesnar and that's enough brock lesnar is so great and so impressive that just by looking like a chubby little kid version of Brock Lesnar, people are like, yeah, this guy's for real. That's how good Brock Lesnar is. It, it speaks to no, nothing of how good Parker Boudreaux is. Chibira, did I ever tell you my uh, the moment that uh, uh, Brock Lesnar became one of my guys? What was it? I was backstage. Uh, we had somehow finagled our way backstage for the first SmackDown in LA on Fox. Wow. Wow. And we're standing like right behind like gorilla, like where everybody goes through. And um, it was when 
Kofi Mania came to an end, I think, because it was like uh, Brock beat him again for the title. And so he comes through, he comes through the, the thing, Paul Heyman's with him, ESPN or somebody, I think it was ESPN, comes up at, with like a cameraman and they're like, Brock, 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 we got to get these pictures for the blah, blah, blah. And he like just looks at Paul and Paul's like, do we have to do them now? He's like, can we do them in Vegas? And, uh, and, and they just start walking. So then the guy's like, no, no, Brock, we have to get them now. And Brock turns around to this cameraman and goes, you have five minutes of my time. And then he keeps walking. <laughs> the guy like oh, runs after him. I'm like, this wow. guy is, he is Brock Lesnar all the time. And in that yeah. moment, I was like, yes, yes, one of my guys. Dude, um, Brock Lesnar became one of my guys the minute I saw this dude. But let me tell you one of the, the best, if you haven't seen this clip, it's not a life-changing clip. It's not a, a must-see clip, but it's a should-see clip, okay? Type in Google Round for the, the UFC walkout of Brock Lesnar where one of the, secu- the security guards that's, that, like, walk around you and your team as you're walking down the aisle so people yeah. don't run in. And the guy's, like, not walking fast enough, and Lesnar just, like, <laughs> chucks him out of his way while he's, like, getting – he's like, I'm, I'm going, man. Like, I got to go. He just, like, shoves this dude, and the guy, like, he moves like he's made out of fucking paper. Like, he just flies. Yeah. And it's incredible. It's incredible. You Yo, so the next signing for NXT, the last one I'll tell you is yeah. it's uh I don't know if it's uh I don't know which Steiner, but one of the Steiner's sons signed with NXT. Yeah, I I know which one, not Scott Steiner. That guy has zero <laughs> testicles because of all the steroids he's done in his life. I'm gonna it's go with it's Rick Steiner. Scott. It's gonna be Rick Steiner, the guy who Rick. looks like a dad ever since he was twenty two years old. I'm gonna go with yeah. that guy being the dad. Yeah, that's not a- <laughs> the guy who would wear a chain mail and hang out with prostitutes and call himself a big bad booty daddy. <laughs> Yo, um, I mean, this guy is, 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 is a beefy boy. Can I say something about Scott Snyder, though? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Steiner I mean, the Steiner brothers are, are one of my yeah. guys. So, uh, Rick Steiner, I'm not as into as Scott. Just the, the, the Steiner math is so fucking funny. I, do, I, I like it. it. For sure. The thing <laughs> about it. Big Papa Pump. Say, call everybody his freaks. <laughs> I mean, I mean here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what we got to talk about the Steiners. The Steiner brothers, you know, coming out like Michigan letterman jackets and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like a staple of like 80s, early 90s, like wrestling in my head. I'm like, I remember those yeah. fucking guys. It almost seems like it was so weird because one of them stayed exactly the same. Like one of those guys like kept his weird cauliflower ear guards and like he's like, oh, huh, I'm a wrestler. Yeah. I'm a wrestler. Yeah. Stayed exactly yeah. from his position. Yeah, right. one of them. And one then one of them, them transformed into a mythological being. Like he turned like <laughs> seven shades tanner. He, he got rid of his mullet. He started wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that dude's eyes. Like he's wearing sunglasses permanently. He's got a bleach blonde goatee. He's got biceps on biceps. on. He looks like a fucking freak of nature. And he's ranting and raving and frothing. And All by the way, you freaks. Does genetic, not have a good reputation. Freak. Does not have a good reputation in the back with the board. Or a good education. His math is not great. His math makes no sense. And I will say, while watching Scott Steiner in that moment, like being yeah. there, being a fan in that, you know, Attitude Era and Beyond push of Steiner, they were pushing him as a top guy. And he really was not on the level of those guys. Right. He was he's not that good. I mean, the promos are ultimate warrior funny. Like they're funny because they're terrible. And his physique is off putting like everything's he's got all the tools. But you're like, this ain't for me. I don't know. And I didn't love. He was definitely not one of my guys. Um, 
But I got to look back and say, wow, that shit was incredible that it existed. It's it's like watching Ultimate Warrior in a way, because like this is such a train wreck that it's awesome. <laughs> um, I did a quick Googling, by the way, just to confirm. It is, in fact, Rick Steiner's son, not Scott Steiner's son. I was dead on with my unfair prejudiced guess that it couldn't possibly be Scott Steiner's son. But the guy's name is Bronson Reich Steiner. And let me tell you something. Kudos to Rick Steiner for naming his kid Bronson Rock Steiner. That name fucking slaps. Um, Where's Reichsteiner? Is, is that his real last name? Yeah, the real last name is the Reichsteiners. Jesus. They obviously shortened That's... it to to decrowdify it so that the Americans yeah, yeah. would <laughs> they, they that, that red blood and Americans yeah would be like <laughs> uh, I can't root for the Reichsteiners. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it, they just they're the Steiner. He, so Bronson Steiner, that's a fucking name and a half, man. I'm I'm all about it. I'm ready for him. Yeah. Um, I was uh, looking up. Uh, what was this Steiner math thing? Phil sent me Phil sent me some Steiner math that was pretty funny. Um, he mentioned Samoa Joe in there, right? All right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> listen. I want to mention some other shit. Yeah. Okay. Let, all right. Let, let's. I, I want to well, talk got- about this moment. What? No, well, go ahead. You got it. I, but I got a couple things on the agenda, but you go ahead. I, I, I'm i going to probably hit that stuff. So I'm going to go back to some stuff on Raw. Okay. That's where I want to be. That's exactly Dam- where I want to be. I want to talk about this da- Damian Priest for a second. I always want to talk about Damian Priest. Damian Priest. The is- artist formerly known as Punishment Martinez. God love him. <laughs> One of my guys. That's the most generous thing anyone's ever said about him. That's like <laughs> the artist formerly known as Almost Good. And so Damian Priest had, had a move. I don't know if he's done this before and I just didn't remember it, but he was okay. So he's, he did a bunch of, he chained a couple of moves. I sent you guys this combo. The combo's fine, whatever. But then, so he's wrestling. I don't remember. Sent us the combo. Whatever. Where's the combo? I'd love to check out the combo. I'll, I'll send you this combo. Okay. Then his opponent is like in the corner. So he goes, he's in the opposite cor- turnbuckle. He starts tuning up the band, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's tuning up the band, right? Through that, then he tunes up the band for a little bit, and then he shoots a, an air bow and arrow at his opponent, mm-hmm. and then he screams forever, <laughs> and then he runs at them and does a like a I don't know what you call it, but like a back body, he like turns around back, like a back body splash, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> it's such a terrible move. It's such a terrible sequence, like. First off, he's tuning up the band to not use his foot at all. Right, <laughs> okay. Right. Then he shoots a, a non-existent weapon at him. Right. And then he screams forever. I like Why that does he part. say forever? I like Why? that part. Why do you Let like that? That's is... a Cupid? He's like a Cupid's arrow? No, no, no. no. Like you're gonna be, Cupid, we're going to be in Cupid, love? Or... Cupid arrow is not forever. That's a limited time only spell. Mostly more potent around Valentine's Day. But that, It's the... such a terrible... Uh, it's 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 it feels like a wrestler who's just a mess. But it's that's like what's mess. going on with the artist formerly known as Punishment Martinez. That's why they need to let me under the hood. They're giving this guy too much stuff. He's a rock star. He's a goth guy. Now he likes fucking reggaeton or whatever fucking genre of music Bad Bunny makes. And he's also all about Puerto Rican pride. And he's also into getting pussy. And he's also into <laughs> he driving cars. No and he's got outsider. <laughs> he's got outsiders pants. And he also shoots an arrow. And he's got fire. And he's got the underworld and the occult. But mostly he's about getting money and getting fucking laid. Like the guy is all over the place. It's, but at the end of the mess. day, it's at the end mess. of the day, the raw clay, it's one of those things like, Dan, you're an actor, right? When you go out and audition, sometimes yeah. they're like, hey, we need a little bit more. And he's like, oh, you want more? Oh, okay. Good for you. You go, I'll give you more. 
And then yeah. you turn it up to like a fucking 12 and they're like, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, buddy. Okay, we like that. Now we're going to reel that back to like an, an eight. And that's Yo, perfect. I had that recently. I know. I was auditioning I in this room. For I, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but I was auditioning in this room. The director was like, great. Now give me, like, be a little more disruptive, you know? like <laughs> Start Uber. Like, Could you found <laughs> Uber and disrupt the entire taxi cab industry as we I know it, like, bro? I, I go like, I love that note. Let's go, right? <laughs> so that's okay. what I do. I just whatever. Okay. And then like, so then I I go do it, and I'm I'm just doing it like like I like the way I think it's funny to do. You right. know what I mean? Like I have to. I got to audition in this like tame way. Everything since the office, everything is like subtle. Yeah. Keep it subtle. Keep it real. The director likes it real. And like, and I'm good at that also because I've done it so much now. But at first, I was like, all right. Just so you mean not funny. Do it like not funny. Okay, cool. I got it. You know, so then I do it. And then after that take, they're like, all right, cool. I think that worked. Like, like it was so clear. that like, they did not. It was mm -hmm. way too big. It we was like way it. too far. Well, so you Damien Priested your way. Through I Damien Priested it. Yeah. And the thing is, he, he now, he, now he's giving us everything. <laughs> and some of it works. Like, look, I don't like the Archer of Infamy moniker because i truly don't understand it but i do like when he shoots an arrow he used to shoot it at the titantron now he shoots it straight up in the air it ignites like a screen on the ceiling and then they do a a low angle shot of him with the with his name above him that looks cool but they're really just letting it run and gun and i think what needs to happen is they got to reel it in and say look dude we got to pick three of these things let's pick three and go to town with them um but the thing is with all this bullshit and none of it makes sense the clay is there the guy he has a physique like no other. The guy's enormous. The guy can go. The moveset, for the most part, is pretty fucking phenomenal. Like, he's got some awesome moves, and he knows how to move them. I like the way he moves. So there's a lot of potential there, and he Shit, does have some like, personality. He's 40 years old. It doesn't matter, bro. It's just, just get out which, of here. I, I'm not knocking his age. I'm just saying, by then, don't you think you'd, like, get past your, like, I was a little lost phase. No, he's still because he's, lost. now he's lost. He wasn't, and now he's starting. Like, it starts, he just got Yo, NXT. Like, mm, mm, mm. Forever. So look, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's so embarrassing. The most, generous, the most generous interpretation of it is that yeah. the forever is it's like the archer of infamy right so it's like he's known for like his name as this archer will go on forever it's like that's like the most kind of generous way i could kind of justify well, I, it i will say you think this. he got that far I, yes i do and i'll tell you why because the one part of this whole fucking mad libs mishmash melting pot of america gimmick that this guy has going on <laughs> the one thing that ties it all together is every once in a while that dumb shit michael cole will be like uh, he's just trying to do whatever he can to secure his legacy and live on forever. Like they throw that in there, and that's the one thing that sort of ties it in together. That I hope they change. Like he's oh, living. He's is so fucking confusing. No, but here's the one. Dan, here's the one thing I'll say. I agree with your assessment. I don't like any sort of butt bumps or body splashes or avalanches. Those are not cool. I don't particularly love the arrow shooting. I think it's distracting. I think it needs to go back to Punishment Martinez. Yeah. I've been vocal about ever since I found out that Damian Priest was Punishment Martinez. I've been pretty vocal that I think he needs to go back to Punishment Martinez immediately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is you knocked say, and, and I also agree, like yeah. knocking, tuning up your foot and then not using it. All bet. All this stuff sounds horrible. Yeah. But the screaming of forever okay. before doing the move, not only I think it's awesome, but I think it's. <laughs> 
you can you can scream forever before you do anything on earth yeah. ever and it's awesome like imagine i go to the bank and i go to deposit a check not through the atm but to the teller like in person and i sign okay. it and i hand it to them and i just go forever that's awesome okay take a drag off a vape take a drag off a cigarette exhale and just go forever you're yeah. the man it's awesome i love it baby you mosey out of your apartment get some letters in your hand yeah you go over to the mailbox, you, you pop yeah. up with the slot, you drop your postal, your posted, uh, you know, letters in there. You close it forever. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. I go, I go, I, I go, hey, Newman, I just saw you mailed something. What kind of stamp did you use? <laughs> no questions. No further questions. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. But if you it's have forever. to ask, it's a forever Oh, let me, let me paint the picture for you. Let me paint the picture for you. It's a yeah. lonely Saturday night. You're stuck in pandemic. It's raining where you are because you don't live in Waikiki. You live in some asshole place like where you guys live. And it's raining and nothing's going on and you're sad and you just ate a microwavable burrito. And then you decide to treat yourself before you go to bed and crank one out. Just you, you know, just you and your computer and your right hand and some lotion. You crank it out. You come right in your hand. And you let it drip all over your chair. You're disgusted. And right as you ejaculate, you whisper to yourself, forever. <laughs> That's awesome. That turns that whole sad moment around. Now uh, this, you're cool. I've never, I mean, this is like we're like. It's not forever, uh, but there is a really funny scene in the show Weeds where uh, Kevin Nealon is having sex with uh, this woman. And right as he comes, he yells legendary. <laughs> Yeah, well, listen, guys, you guys are making concept. a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't know where you brought went. it up, bro. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. What if he I yelled did. then, now, forever? forever. <laughs> I love it. I, I would love that. Um, I would think that was badass, man. Um, so I think that, um, uh, all right, another interesting part of Raw, Randy Orton's cutting a promo. Okay. I mean, we got to talk about this. This is, this, is honestly, this is the biggest thing that happened on Raw, right? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a weird Raw. It was like a very, like a lot happened, but it was also extremely uneventful. Um, but uh, so Randy Orton is just cutting a promo to camera, and then all of a sudden he just starts spitting up black ooze, right? Yeah. And then they cut back to the announce team and they act like he just died. Like they're so solid. They, the, they got the Owen, the Owen hush on the voice. <laughs> That's they did, exactly they what did, it was like. They tried. Here's the thing. Wrestling always tries to ape real life phenomenons yeah. and like, you know, try to repurpose them and like recreate that magic. <laughs> and they truly tried to recreate Owen hush. And I found it disgusting and I hated it. But here's the other thing I'll say about that moment. Like, oh, wow. Wow. They didn't even do wow. a good job with that because they. <laughs> no. I rewatched it. I almost want to cue it up again. They don't even mention Randy Orton or that he coughed up black stuff. They just act like something really weird just happened, and they're like, um, well, and, and Byron Saxton. God damn, does that guy suck? He can't even. He can't even keep it real for fucking half a second because he's the first one that talks, and he just looks down and is like, well, I guess we just gotta like. He'll keep doing the show. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't remember Barrington. I don't remember like a second of his work since he's the, been there. He's awful. He he is awful. He looks. He should wrestle. He looked like a good looking. He was dude. a wrestler. Like, he was. I'd love to see him in the ring. He's got nothing for me on that mic. But his treatment of this. Here's the thing. Not only did they fail at capturing like what we're gonna call Owen Hush, which is I think offensive, but we're gonna just go with that. It's like when something very serious happens and you have to just like 
cut the bullshit. Be like, hey guys, hey. We're, we're we don't know what's happening here. I didn't name. I didn't invent it. I just I just named it. Okay, that's true. Look, it's a phenomenon that 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 we all know what, you, what we mean when we say it. So yeah, they they cut back to these guys and they are handling this. Not only are they not handling it realistically, because that's not how you would behave if you just saw someone cough up a viscous black fluid that you don't know what it is and potentially be dying. They didn't handle it like with any realism, and they also didn't handle it in a way that furthered the show. They almost acted like they were trying to ignore it. Right. And it was so terrible. Like, if I was watching Randy Orton and he started puking yeah. up black stuff, I'd be like, what is, oh, my God, somebody get it in. Like, what is going on with Orton? Like, is that, is that situation handled? Like, you know, should we just keep going? What, what do we do here? I mean, he's coughing up. Is, is Randy okay? Right. Something like right. that. Right. right. Yeah, right. Someone needs to check. We got to get a med team over there. But no, they're yeah. just like, oh, boy, like, wow. Well, ugh, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You know, like, I guess like we got to just like, I guess we should <laughs> call this <laughs> next match. And here's the other so thing. weird. And the stupidity. So I mean, look, the past month, this guy's been talking about how the Fiend could go suck his dick. And he's like, fuck the Fiend. He's never coming back. And Alexa Bliss has been holding full-on blazing hot seances. Like, for them to not even, like, just they're not even, like, suggesting perhaps, hey, guys, do, maybe this has something to do with that occult leader, the Fiend, that we that we know about who's been missing since this guy said him. They didn't even, like, try to connect the dots into a storyline furthering because no, they, they, they also are like they're like yeah he lit the feed on fire but it's like he that so you mean in, you you guys think he just got murdered right and in which case you are letting it go then right, Look, right. randy was <laughs> cutting a promo randy was cutting a promo about the, yeah. Fiend. Yeah. the announcers acted they did not even acknowledge that the fiend existed they did not acknowledge that there's a guy who dabbles in supernatural shit and him and Orton is literally talking about a feud with him. They weren't even just like, oh, my God, I wonder, could the Fiend be behind this? Like, is the yeah. Fiend back? Like, what does it mean? They did nothing, but it, they totally fucked this up. Like, they must, I assume they got some bullet points. I'm like, hey, say one or two of these things and just, like, act scared. And yeah, they just, like, they couldn't edit it in after they, like, cut, they filmed it backwards. Like, I don't know. It was very odd. It was a small moment, but it was one of the worst pieces of business I've seen in, in months. I have a question. Is yeah. Randy feuding with Alexa? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that, I mean, you know better than I because you're the seance guy, but uh, yeah. uh, I think Bray is inside of Alexa right now, right? I mean, the fiend. Oh, sorry. Like the fiend is like. The fiend's like, spirit. He's pull, I think he, his... Yeah, he's doing like what's what like Voldemort was doing in like early Harry Potter, right? Yeah, man, I don't, I don't watch that nerd shit, but the, uh, <laughs> I you're think here. that like. I think that, like, yeah, I think the idea is that she is, you know, uh, going into the nether realm and conjuring his spirit and trying to bring him back here, but he needs a host to be in. And so she's offering her body as the host and as, a, as the conduit through which he can manipulate Randy Orton. But it really just kind of reads as now it's like I half expect it to be like Randy versus Alexa Bliss at uh, Fastlane. <laughs> Well, I will say this. I I love what they're doing, but I'm a little confused. I know you believe that it's going to be she's going to be like the new fiend, but I think that it's more it's simpler. I think she's just going to like at some point like resurrect Bray. No, yeah, I don't think that I I mean that's like my too low like mark dead right. end of like oh right. what if he like you know now she's like the fiend, right. you know. Right. But I know I definitely think that she's 
gonna like have another ritual or something where he comes back, which I'm totally okay with. Uh, right. But yeah, I just think that, but they could have even been like, you know, wow, I wonder if, you know, that, that ceremony that Alexa Bliss did last week has anything to do with this. Like, yeah, they, just they, anything. Connect, they connected zero dots. They just acted like, you know, what they acted like they acted like they didn't know that that segment was going to happen. And they were like, Oh, I think we should just act like it's spooky. And they just right. totally shit the bed. But here's on the subject, a couple things I think would be great. Alexa, I, I actually think she's a good wrestler also. I think she's an incredible yeah. performer, but I like her in the ring too. Um, but she's so undersized that it obviously looks weird when she has to like legitimately fight people like Ronda or Nia or Charlotte. Right. But if you imbue her with this supernatural, indestructible fiend energy, because the, the, the beauty of the fiend is... They went whole hog with this thing. They were having this guy no sell like 10 chair shots. Like he was yeah. no selling finishers. And obviously we all know that's that's bullshit in the world of wrestling. No matter who you are, if you get hit with that many chair shots, you're dead. But with him, we bought it. If they have her now have that power, that would make all her matches for the duration of whatever, however long that fiend Alexa run. Uh, virtual. She'd be able to like compete in the ring with people of like Shayna Baszler or whatever, like people who are way bigger and more credible than her. And I think that would be really, really good for the Alexa character and for the whole Firefly Funhouse universe. So I really want to see Fiend Alexa as a thing that exists. I can even see her in a fucking Fiend mask, like a like a kind of like a clowny but feminine but fucked up kind of mask. Like like her version yeah. of the Fiend mask would be super awesome. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that that spiky haired dipshit Ryan Cabrera is holding her back. I think that, that she has all this creative, and he's just like, let's just play acoustic guitar. I'm like, you don't need that. Yeah, um, yeah, she's gotten a little I soft think, in her game because of uh, RC. I think another thing that could be cool though <laughs> is if she comes into the ring to like fight Randy Orton because whenever she's been going up to people and like confronting them, it looks it's visually so great because she's such like a cutesy little girl in a skirt, like being like da 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 da, da and she like looks she has to look up at everyone yeah, and ninety and degree get in their face, yeah. and it looks yeah. like it looks like it's just great framing, like it looks like great art, like great art, like a fucking Rembrandt, but I mean like. Like aesthetically, it has a really cool vibe to it. So I love seeing her confront Randy and get in his face and have to literally look a foot and a half higher to make eye contact. But I think it'd be great to see her come to the ring and the lights drop and she transforms into Bray. Like then Bray is there and she's gone. Like she right. flashes into the fiend. Oh, like he, cool. he absorbed her essence and then she is gone. So like when when Alexa walks around yeah. like Bruce Banner, she's Bruce Banner. But when right. you piss her off, she turns into Bray Wyatt the fiend. <laughs> like I think that could be really cool. Yeah, they would never do that, but I like. Yeah, it. but but that's why they need me there. In fact, I should return this guy's email. Like I never, I just don't do it. <laughs> they even try to hire you. You they're trying to hire me, and I refuse to because I'm not. I'm not going off island. I'm. I'm. I live out here now. I. I do not return to the mainland <laughs> for any reason. You guys um, know that. All right, let me jump to some other shit. Rhea Ripley is coming to Raw. They announced it. Um, uh, Mick, Mick Foley tweeted out being like. Look, I know Rhea's coming, and he's like, they cannot afford to 50-50 her. They have to put the rocket to her and just, like, let her be the top right oh, wow. away. Foley you know? doing some armchair booking. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, just don't let that happen to her. Um, what, do, what, do, what, what do you guys think? I think they had no choice but to, like, have Rhea. Like, they already blew the whole, like, Rhea surprise thing. Um, you know, she already came up last year and wrestled in, in Mania, so... I don't mind them being like, she's coming to Raw. That didn't really bother me personally. 
Um, because I don't think he, when she showed up, but like, I don't know. She's already like shown up a bunch of times, including in the Rumble this year, you know. But uh, I, 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 I think they're gonna. She's gonna have a huge presence like immediately. I think, you know, I, yeah. I can see I mean, her beating Oscar first match. Like I it's can see like her beating Oscar for the title right away. Like first, Foley's match. concern is legit, right? Like there's, I mean, historically they just. If if you don't give Vince exactly what he wants or whatever the whatever the yeah. the reasoning is, yeah, you just get booked into nothingness. So he's right yeah. that there is a chance that could happen. Like the beauty of Rhea is like, like you know, I always kind of whatever. I always say like I don't you know like her personality doesn't do much for me on the mic and blah blah blah. I've said that. It's kind of just like irrelevant. Like she is. Uh, like a, a freak, genetic freak, you know. But like, mm-hmm. she she's huge. She can put on like, uh, women's wrestling matches that will put women's wrestling up there on the card. You know, that's just wow. really all that really matters. It's like if you put Rhea in a match, it's gonna be big time. It can be dangerous. It can look pretty brutal, and that's that's really where Rhea is like shines to me. It's like bring her, bring her in just for the fucking muscle aspect like she could go she's huge let her beat the shit out of people she's just gonna elevate that whole division you know so yeah. I, i'm excited for her to come up and i think but i i predict they will handle Rhea correctly you know what i mean i i think mm. i think vince is there's no way vince is looking at her being like i'm i see her as mid card like i understand why he was iffy about Shayna baszler she's but i do not i have faith in even vince that he will get, he's gonna get this Rhea thing. Maybe he won't like all the writing for it, but that she will be booked extremely strong. You know? Yeah, um, I think so. I think it's hard to look at her and not see. Look, she's she's essentially like a female Lashley. Like you look at a, you just, there's a lot of beef there. I mean, Vince can. That's a, a that's a beef. that's a strong yeah. lady. Like you gotta respect yeah. the mu- the muscle, the power. She can go, man. So uh, I don't see what the, I don't even know what the danger is here. Like I'm not worried about Vince not seeing what Rhea is all about. No, no. I, well, I just think you know wrestlers get nervous. Uh, all right, another random thing. Morrison and and Riddle wrestled. Riddle's the the U.S. T- champion. Um, he's um, God. Is he doing such a bad job with this gimmick? Like. Of, riddle or morrison or no more. riddle i'm just i don't even want to get into it but yeah we don't need to get into it all we need to know is that i've been saying this for fucking months like it's like I, he's so he's, it's so unnaturally unfunny sometimes like sometimes i i'll buy into the spicoli elements of it and then a lot of times it's like dude what are you doing you know anyway well, i've been i've been saying this forever he's, yeah he's just not it he's not the guy i'm sorry it's just not working not well, working out, Matt. I, I, if they if they let it, like he's just so stiff on the mic. You're like, dude, you seem like such a like calm, loose dude. Like, why can't that translate to your your promos at all? Uh, he's just can't, dude. He's a fucking walking Borat quote. Like, he's not a funny guy. He's just like a silly, like, oh, that's fun. Like, he's a fucking anchorman quoting frat boy. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no like inherent humor or comedy or something interesting to the. Yeah. I said this being a guy who likes to smoke weed is not a fucking personality. That's not a gimmick. Like, oh, he's cool because of weed. And it everyone's doesn't like, make yeah, you awesome. one of a kind. No, look, Rob Van Dam. I, I was always very critical of Rob Van Dam's, Rob Van Dam's mic working gimmick because it was basically like, 
It was like 90s stoner. It was like yeah. weed before we knew what that weed was cool. It's like yin yangs and like look at this cool dragon, bro. He smokes aliens, yeah. aliens, <laughs> eight balls and fucking peace signs. I'm like, bro, that's not that shit ain't cool anymore, man. Yeah. So, but yeah. he's also such a good wrestler. Look, I like Rob Van Dam. I'm just saying, I say it to people in real life too. Like, doing drugs is not a personality. You also need to have a personality. You can't just be like, we all think weed rules, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Like, no, yeah. like, let's let's yeah. be funny. Let's not just be a cool, stony uh, guy. Yo, so anyway, I brought this up to pop, pop uh, Morrison for his yeah. in-ring work. Because Morrison, he did like a, I don't know, like a standing shooting star press kind of a thing. And mm. then Riddle moves out of the way. It goes into a triangle submission. Did you see that? That shit was yeah. sick. Morrison does one thing a match where you're just like, wow. Like the guy can, is just the guy. Uh, I'm just I'm happy he's on the you know in, in WWE roster. I'm happy. I'm, to, I'm, I'm happy to watch there. Morrison matches. Nitro's I'm glad he's shit. there. I'm glad he's there. I will say, yeah. There's some there's some sort of difference to me though. Like I don't know what. Maybe you guys can help me figure this out. Yeah. But you have like your flippy dippy doodahs, like your lucha guys and your ricochets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Morrison. Seems like he would be able to do all that stuff. Maybe he can do all that. Yeah. But he doesn't. But he pulls out some of it. And somehow it's better. Like, I like what Morrison does better. Is it because he's also jacked and huge? Is it because he does it sparingly? Like, why does Morrison's style work more than the straight Osprey for me? Because it's sparing. Because he does it like, it's like almost like AJ Styles in a way where it's like, you know what he's capable of. And it's like, when he does pull out some move you've never seen before, it's just much more impactful than somebody who's doing 1080 flips every well, single match. Well, it, yeah, it's that it's 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 that fine line between acrobatics and like cool fight moves or whatever. You know, like right. like a, like right. a, an acrobat. I don't want to use the word, word acrobatic again, but it really is like it's like when somebody you you're looking to suspend your disbelief, and there's like that believability element. Like sometimes somebody does. Like uh, a bunch of flippity doos, and you're like, all right, all right. So he's like a little Cirque du Soleil. He's not a wrestler, you right. know. Like this, and you're like, this, oh. isn't a, this isn't a fight anymore. Like he's not right. fighting this. So guy. you're like, oh, I get it. This guy, like, I, so I'm watching it. Like, where, whereas, like, when I watch Cirque du Soleil, I've went, you know, like I've went to watch Cirque du Soleil, and I'm like, I'm just kind of like, all right, that was that was cool. Like it's more, it's like it's like it's just to appreciate that these people could do this stuff as opposed to telling me something or like a, a, they pretend there's a story. They're like, this is the Michael Jackson story told through Cirque du Soleil. I'm like, all right, it's just flips with different music. Got it. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it just never does it for me, but it's probably more impressive than anything else I've ever seen. Like, right. You know what I mean? Morrison so has this one move where he does like the, that I only ever seen him do it once where he does like the razor's edge blue thunder like fucking side slam have you ever seen this he like puts you up and you heard about this edge you've heard about this you read about this the, uh, Lano like, just showing moves yeah yeah hey i've heard about that you read about this uh, uh john morrison he put the he put the <laughs> opponent up and the razor's edge and then he spins them around and as they're blue thundering around his body he lands in a side slam it's really really impressive what do you think kev <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. That's a new bit for the show that I, that I like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. No, it is. You're right. Honestly, I'm not good enough to describe it, but it, I think that what it is is that when a move looks like a move but has a, a fun element to it, that's. I think right. it's kind of almost as simple as that. 
Yeah, I think like that's it, yeah. why that's why like lucha wrestling, you can always see that lucha wrestling is like two dancers. You always feel like oh, they're, like it's cool, but it's like when you watch a Hurricane Rana as a move that I'll never really truly pop for. Like it's cool because you're like. But you're always like, oh, okay, I see. Like Cedric Alexander did one, I guess, against Lucha House Party this week, where it's like, you see that the one guy who's doing it is jumping up on him, falling down, and then Cedric Alexander is choosing to do a front front flip onto his back onto the mat. So there's no there's no coordination there. Where a lot of stuff when when uh, uh, when Morrison does something that's like um, he does he does that move that's kind of like a uh, like a fireman's carry with like a somersault or whatever. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's just carrying that guy before the move. You know, right, right, right. So yeah, he's that, that also think, incredibly that I think, strong. I think that's what works for me. Like, you gotta also be a fucking badass. Like, you gotta be fighting and kicking ass and being strong. You can't just be doing a little fucking hopscotch routine. Right. Um. Yeah. All right. Here's a uh, couple more things, but huge piece of news. Big Show signs with AEW. Uh, that is confirmed. Paul White is uh, all elite. Wow. I mean, so I expect this to be a wrestling contract, right? I think it is. From what I, I could tell from like Instagram, it looks like he's wrestling, but I can't. I don't know why. I don't like, think he's, he's going to wrestle that much. It'll be probably uh, Sting, uh, kind of what Sting's doing, right? And then, I mean, but but long term, it's really cool because Big Show is gonna fit really nicely into the whole fold of like he could be a manager, he could be like a commentator, like he's Big Show, he's huge. It's I just think he could be a commentator. I don't need to see this guy managing anybody. I don't. He's, think he's not got gonna be able to do job. like what Taz, like how Taz kind of seamlessly came in, and Taz is like fawning good on them. I I love Taz. I know yeah. you don't like Taz, but uh, not one of my guys. I know. Wasn't I, I, wasn't Big Show just on WWE like a month ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had that show. He had like a show on Netflix that they produced. Yeah, I know, but def- Netflix caught it. So, yeah. Well, they, maybe AEW not- will try a new a new showrunner, revive well, it. <laughs> yeah, they might. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't really know what else to say other than Big Show's in it. I, we'll see what happens. It was definitely shocking to me. Big Show yeah. does not feel like a talent Vince would let go. Right. But, it seems crazy, but. You know, but I guess he did. Um, well, I think you could also moneyball it, too. And it's like, if they are. If they are like, oh, it's going to cost, like, AEW is going to pay him X amount, like, Vince is going to be like, well, that's not worth it. Like, I don't fucking need you for that shit. Like, get yeah, and also, him. they'll have the Shaq big, they can actually have the Shaq big show fight, which was supposed to happen, like, for a long, long time. And now AEW can actually do a Shaq big Something show. Something we've all been waiting for. I don't, I don't care. Nah. It. it was supposed to happen at 33, and it just never came to fruition. Like, I believe they did some kind of promo for it. Like, Shaq showed up one time and then just never came together. And it was really like the Orlando magic yeah. match. Anyway, um, Charlotte and Ric Flair had an interesting moment on, on Raw that I personally really enjoyed. I was texting yeah. with Tulo about it. He was like, yo, I zoned out. All I saw... Dude. Tulo said, "I don't know what Tulo's." Doing. I cannot be more like <laughs> me and Tulo's wrestling fandom is so not synced yo, up. Dana's badass, man. To Tulo's credit, he did send me. He's like, "Yo, I zoned out for a little bit, probably because he was high and, and maybe a little drunk and oh, hot dog high." And he yeah, high on uh, chili dogs. Yeah, so so many. He's still texting about those chili dogs. Like, yeah, man. Like, we're still thinking about you eating chili dogs six days ago. Um, whatever. Hebrew and, National is badass, man. Badass, man. Uh, um, dude, I, <laughs> thought that Char- 
I thought that Charlotte. Wait, uh, wait yo, oh, let me yeah. tell you what he texted me. I texted okay, him yeah. and I was like, yo, that Charlotte. Am I wrong? I was watching Raw Live this week. And which really is the way to do it, by the way. Sure, you sure, will sure. enjoy it twenty times more if you watch it when it's on. If you can, I, I understand because it's, it's so the time hard to do. The time difference, I can't. It's primo waves, bro. Primo surfing time. Oh yeah, you don't want to miss the waves. Do you have? Do you have it? Do you have a surfboard? I got three. <laughs> okay, I don't think you do. Uh, but anyway, so um, I texted in the thread, and I was like, "Yo, uh, was I wrong that that Charlotte Rick pro segment was like really fucking good?" And then Tulo's like, I zoned out. All I saw was this. And then he posted a gif of Lovitz on SNL when he's doing that, like, acting. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what he yeah, does yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that is fair. Because, like, you did feel like Charlotte was acting, but I think she did a fucking awesome job in that I, segment. I think she crushed it. Like, I was like, it was a dramatic segment, if that's what your point was. But how could you not enjoy that segment? It was like the first good segment of this whole Flair uh, yeah. comeback, right? It was really good writing. I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, this is a believable father-daughter scene, a Flair family scene. They're talking about preserving the legacy. Uh, Tula is on doubt. He's on doubt. He couldn't handle actual good content. This guy's been <laughs> marking out for dog shit content for so many years. He's been his brain is so frazzled from pretending to like the Dark Order and like <laughs> trying to find a nice thing to say about Ricochet that he can't fucking appreciate actual good acting or storytelling or writing ass, or man. nailing something. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Someone don't show this guy Daniel Day Lewis. Because he's gonna literally, he's gonna look at me like, well, who's this piece of shit asshole? <laughs> what trailer park did this moron come out of? Oh my god, it's badass, man. But um, yeah. So anyway, the segment was like, uh, it was like a nice. I, I hope they follow it up because it was a cool setup. Which is like, she was kind of like, I love you, dad. I just like go like you're. I I I just don't believe that you're here to support me. Like you're lying. You're always the fucking niche. You know what I mean? And, like, I need to do my own thing. So go away from me. Now, I don't know if this is a... I think... My guess is this is just a pivot because Lacey's actually pregnant. You know what I mean? And so they're like, let's change the dynamic and let's do it fast. You know? Yeah. But... but, but it was really good. You know? It was yeah, really I good. It was I really liked it. I also like... They really handled... <laughs> one thing that is... I Again, you gotta love when they just make something feel a little bit realer and take a little bit of the confusion out. If you're going to try to enjoy content, your brain can't laugh at the joke or appreciate the action or understand the story. If you have qu major questions about the reality and the storyline of a situation, you can't just like sit back and enjoy because your brain is like, like, what's that about? Wait, what, what is this? Are we supposed to think that? Or this? if you've got these questions in the background, you can't fucking just vibe out, man. And one of the questions I have is, are they trying to sell me that Ric Flair is fucking Lacey Evans and she is now pregnant with Ric Flair's baby. Is that what they are saying I, or I, I not? Don't I don't know. I don't think right. they explicitly so, but, said that. But that's the thing. That's one of the, the why this promo was so good because Charlotte says, look, she's like, look, I don't know if it's, if it's your baby or not, but you're acting like it's your baby, which is like just weird. And like, that's hurtful to me on a whole nother yeah. level. But like, I don't even know where you're at. I almost don't care. Yeah. But here's our problems. And just to like, justify that and call it out and be like look now we're all on the same page viewers and performers and writers zoned alike. out zoned out this guy zoned out when they started <laughs> making it make sense like that's what he's like dude i can't handle it unless there's like a sommelier who doesn't have wine like i can't understand <laughs> things unless they oh, make oh, wineless he's wineless and spineless folks 
Uh, give it up for Reginald. Uh, uh, yeah. but Reginald, uh, by the way, has potential to become one of my guys. I, I got. I, they wow. gave him a bottle of champagne the other day, and I was like, I like what I'm seeing. <laughs> that's that's you. Just that's the cabin fever of wrestling. You're like, he's a smiley. Hey, finally he has some wine. Like, I mean, <laughs> I just need it to make sense. You make it make sense for one second, and I'm yours forever, man. Oh man. All right. Last thing I'll talk about. Uh, Unless did you have other stuff for Brawl? I've got I've got a big announcement for you. I got something I got to get off my chest, but I don't know. All right, we'll get to that. that okay. You, all right. I forgot you said on Monday you had an announcement. All right. Let me just tell this last thing. I, I watched the pilot of Young Rock um, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I heard from a lot of people that it's really good. And I believe, you know, what I got to tell you, it is really good. It, uh, is it like amazing? No, it's not amazing. It's not amazing, but it is a show where you're, I was hooked from watching it. I thought it was a really it had some it had some good jokes in it, and um, Skyler made a point that's exactly the correct point, which is like they don't shy away from the wrestling. They really lean into the wrestling. He's like, I grew up in a wrestling household, and he says the term uh, 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 "work the gimmick" like thirty times in the episode. Like the episode, the pilot is about working the gimmick. Like, and and they show you his dad like leaving the arena in an expensive car, and then they go to a shitty ass hotel. And his dad's like, "You got to work the gimmick." He's like, "I can't be, I can't be leaving the arena in a shitty car if I'm playing that guy out there." And that's why I spent all the money on the car, you know. And and so then the whole thing's about working the gimmick. And then like you know, uh, you're like, oh, that's why. He gets into that psychology of it. And he's like, yeah, I can't be spotted. That's why I can't talk to Uncle Iron Sheik in public, you know? And you're like, oh, that's, it's cool. It's, I, they, they lean into all that. It's great. There's one weird thing about it. The framing device of the show is The Rock is running for the president in 2032, right? Mm-hmm. It's the only thing odd about the show for me. And then there's like, hey, they live in this like fictional future where – uh, where he's running for president now, and you, there's all these movies that he's done. He's done like 50 Fast and the Furious <laughs> since this point, and like, yeah. so he's referencing. He's, a lot of his jokes are him, just like inside jokes on like movies that never happened that have like the cast of Fast and the Furious in it, right? And you're like, that's fine, I get that. It's not funny, but it's fine. But the weirdest element is that he's being interviewed by Randall Park, <laughs> who is by playing. Dr. Miracles himself, Randall Park. <laughs> yeah, he's being interviewed by Randall Park, who's playing Randall Park, right? He's not a character. He's he's Randall Park in the future saying, I used to be an actor back in, like, 2020, and now it's 2032, and I'm a, a, a news anchor. And that's one of the jokes in it is that he used to be an actor. And you're like, guys, what are... How did this get approved? Like, I, I, Randall Park's great. I like him in that role, but he should just play the guy who's interviewing The Rock, right? I think what we have on our hands here yeah. is a Damien Priest situation. <laughs> okay, what we have here uh, is, is they're, like, look, they're like, look, you're, who is Kafka? Tell me. They're like, they're like, look, you're The Rock. We trust that you know what you're doing. This is yeah, your world, yeah. man. You fill it out. He's like, cool. No one's reeling this guy in. So, like, all right, we got Randall Park. I love yeah. Randall Park. Let's get the guy from Fresh Off the Boat. We got him in there. Guess what? You know, it's funny. If he's a yeah. news anchor playing himself, he's not an actor. Now he's a news anchor. We got my whole – I'm leading to the wrestling as hard as possible because I yeah. am wrestling. I'm running for president 2032. Like, they're just 
you could have got away with this show with one third of the fucking gimmicks of this show. <laughs> yeah. And it would still be a great, compelling show. And I'm not saying they're leaning on yeah. all this stuff, like oversaturating us as a crutch. Yeah. I think they're just like super excited about all this funny shit they came up with. They're like, let's just do. Why can't we do all of it? How does that joke slip by? Even if, if I was around the park, I might even be like, guys, I don't even know if I'm famous enough for this joke. He's right? not. <laughs> he ain't. That's the best part. But it's all works, man. It's wrestling. It's The Rock. It's Damien Priest. It's too much gimmick. And, wow. and that's the world that we're showing people. <laughs> no one's putting Damien Priest in that conversation. <laughs> I'm saying based on our previous conversation about Damien Priest's know, know, gimmick, which is all over the place, because that, my friends, is it's what bad wrestling ass is. Man. It's not badass, man. Okay? Yeah. It's just that's wrestling. It's look. We could have got away if we just like pared this down and really made this a perfect fucking shined up object. That'd be one thing. But instead, we're going to give you 17 things. You're going to like 14 of them. It's going to be fine. Right. That's what's going on. And yeah. I love it. And I'm anyway, here for it. I'm excited to watch the show going forward. It's really fun. It's uh, they have a bunch of like, you know, you just see like the wild Samoans, you know, like uh, a dude who plays Andre. It's a good time. It's dude, a good time. You need to but do yeah, like, is, why make it a clip show? Like, why? Why frame it like that? Why not just have it be a straight show about the rocks? Life? I don't I don't know, because it was like I was when he was a kid, I was into it. I was like, oh, maybe like as the show goes, like it's not going to get canceled. It's the rocks show. Right. So you don't right. need to like be jumping all around. I don't I don't get that either. The like three power. But that's a very in and vogue way to make a show. They had like they, they keep doing shows that are like three different timelines, you know, because this is us did it. You know what I mean? So I think right. I think that I think that's very Dude, it's just kind it's of wrestling. Yeah. It's wrestling. Hey, th this is us is popular. This is us. Well, guess what? This is us. This is our us. We're doing the this is us thing. <laughs> Yo, we're doing it wrestling there. Is, it is hilarious because when he's in high school, everyone thinks he's a narc because he has a full mustache. <laughs> like, that, that shit was hilarious. Um, it was it's funny. The Rock's great. It's great. It's it's like I'm excited Dude. to keep watching it. It's just an odd Randall Park situation. It's and it's an, at the center of the whole show. You're like, right. and I love Randall Park. I've worked with Randall Park, folks. All right. Um, oh, I'm good, I'm, good, good for, for you. you. Oh, good for you. Yo, Randall Park. Yo, Dana's badass, man. <laughs> Too low. He, he's zoned out, bro. He's zoned out. I just saying, I mean, just 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 you need to sit there and you need to appreciate and respect yeah. what the rock is doing for wrestling they are they are bringing this so into the mainstream he's yeah. he's he is normalizing this crazy goof world he is helping explain these concepts to non-marks across America. And like unapologetically said working the gimmick. He didn't like, and they didn't keep over explaining it. They're like, yo, keep up or don't. You know, Dude, it was he, great. He is the Queen Esther of wrestling, okay? He's a guy where it was like, wrestling is bullshit. And he's like, is it? Guess what? You may not know this. I'm a wrestler. And then they're like, whoa, holy shit. Okay, you're a wrestler? I guess wrestling yeah, is Yeah, he does like not shy away. At this point, he does not shy away from the fact that I was a wrestler. He's like, but it's in my fucking blood. It's who I am. But that's the thing. At this point, he's the most famous man in America. He doesn't need to shy away from jack shit. And no. he is a wrestler. And it yeah. is in his blood. So why would he deny that part of his heritage? It's like saying that it's like denying his Samoan heritage or his African-American heritage. It's part of his life. And he's going to be proud of it like you're proud yeah. of any other identity. And part of that means giving a platform to wrestling. Yeah. And saying, look, you guys don't know about this. You don't respect this. Well, guess what? It's, it's important to me. So now yeah. I'm going to tell you everything about it. And but I absolutely love it. I agree, but also I also agree with Newman where it's like this style of writing is not I, I like the show, but it's not my style. Like I don't need like you set up like I always dreamed to get my mom that car and then you he, he gets her the car like 
three minutes later in the episode, you're like, that's like season finale buying the car, right? right? Like, right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? You're like, all right, I get it. That's not what we're doing here. But that's, you know, these are network sitcoms. They don't. They don't they but they don't learn though because it's like the stuff people like about those like friends like I don't know what they're totally thinking like I'm rewatching uh uh, uh I'm actually watching for the first time all of it together but I've seen episodes of the office right now like you start from episode 1 and I'm going through it and you're like man people you stop underestimating how people follow along with inside jokes and how you lay groundwork and lay foundation for things because you're like I'm watching the show and you're like the Jan Michael Scott relationship, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they they kiss one time and it's talked about the entire show and it's so satisfying. You know like that to see that slow progression of this of this thing and that's the stuff I think is what makes people rewatch. Like I don't think I don't know. I think people don't realize they get kind of worked into real like that's the stuff that pulls you in the story, the Jim and Pam, this and that. And then the jokes are what make you laugh as you're watching it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so I don't know why they think this thing. I think they're so impatient. They're like, we got to see her get the car. This that. It's like, True. yo, it's we know The Rock can afford to buy his mom a car. We can all infer that The Rock made enough money to buy the car. Why not? Have that be more about the moment of his mom actually seeing, like, I thought you just said that. I, I didn't think, you know what I mean? You blew that moment for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think we're talking about two institutions that yeah. are historically impatient and a little bit out of touch. <laughs> network television and pro wrestling. Okay, Which is now on network television. Right. Now you're layering them together. <laughs> and all you have to yeah. understand is The Rock and that team – and that yeah. content and those stories are so good that they're going to break every rule and kind of bobble so many things they could have done better. And it's still going to be amazing. That's how good this guy is. Yeah. So I'm not here to nitpick this and that. I'm just here to enjoy the motherfucking ride. And let me tell you something. The real point of the show yeah. is you want fucking meta. How about The Rock is actually going to run for president in 2032? And he's <laughs> actually going to win. And let me tell you something. I think the only weird part about that is it's probably yeah. going to be sooner. I think 2032 is like an overshot. I think it's 2028. I mean, this guy is going to be the president. Yo, and it's going to be amazing. His, his, his campaign slogan in it is like, hold on, I'm coming. I love it. <laughs> it's like, yo, he doesn't even assume, he doesn't even acknowledge he's going to lose. He's like, you just got to wait a couple months. That's how this works. You know what I, mean? I love it. I love it. I love uh. this guy. All right, we gotta get out of here. We gotta I love DJ. Here. DJ is the fucking best, man. You cannot shit on DJ. That's it. He's the number one guy. He makes a show. It's the number one show. I, I, Lil I, Dewey. Can't, Dewey. I can't get enough of this guy. Um, All right, let's get out of hey, here. Dan, I got to tell you something, Dan. I just got to let you know something. I was going to let you know off air, but then I was going to let you yeah. know on air, but now I'm going to let you know back off air, but I'll do it back okay. on air. I did yeah, what's up? I'm doing you another favor, okay? Uh, don't worry. I handled it. I got it under control. We're doing big things. Um what? Bring back Calmania. We're going to do a Calmania this year. What do you think? Making it happen. What? You're, how are we doing Calmania, bro? We're well, I'm doing Calmania. Up. And of course, Tampa? I mean, not in Tampa because I'm I don't not, I said I'm not going to go to Tampa. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, okay. here's the thing. One place I'm not going during the pandemic yeah. is the mainland because of COVID. And if I, had to, if I had to pinpoint like what the capital of the mainland is right now, it's Tampa. That's the most COVID-y, COVID place you could ever. I'm not going to a place with 25,000 okay. Floridians, okay? I stay on island. That's where I am. I'm done with the mainland. I'm out here. Okay. We're going to do a Calmania out here on Oahu in Hawaii. 
the home of the champ. I am the champion, am I not? So, I mean, I, I think it's only fitting. Okay, wait, Look, wait, after wait. all I've done, I spoke to the commissioner. I spoke to Glenn Stefani, and he's down. I mean, yeah. I, we got we to gotta, we gotta get a couple other ducks in a row contract-wise, but I spoke to Glenn. We had a great dinner at Buzz's Steakhouse in Kailua the other day, and I was like, Glenn, Bubba, like, what do you think about bringing a little tourism here? Let's make an event, and we'll do it respectfully. We'll do it the right way. And he said, as long as everyone gets tested, screened, follows protocol, um, quarantines, that he would permit me, it's not set in stone, but he'd permit me to do Calmania 3. I figure we didn't get to do Calmania 2 last year because of COVID. I can't have that happen again to this title, this belt. You know I'm elevating the title. I'm really excited about it. I mean, you know, DJ, The Rock, re-grammed my post. He, he showed my promo to the world. The, the Comedians of Wrestling wait, Podcast has momentum. So can't you, lose wait, wait. it. Okay. First off, you have to talk to me about this kind of shit. You can't just be hosting a Calmania, okay? You have the, the privileges you have of the titles. You could be on the right. podcast anytime. But okay. don't don't plan a, a fucking Calmania without talking to us well, here at I the thought, pod. I thought, you'd, I thought you'd be happy. I'm doing you a favor. I know you're busy. I don't want you to deal with all the, the bullshit. The, look, by the way. And it's and it's it's it, you in Hawaii? And How else am I going to plan it? Where am I going to plan this thing? I'm out here. Talk, let me talk about the belt this. is out here. Dude, this is a little far. This is a little far. Dan, Dan, Dan. You don't just, now you're taking, listen, you're pushing it. I let, I kind of let a lot go for the good of the podcast, okay? Yeah. You, I'll admit, you are funny on the podcast, okay? I will admit that. This and is a little, taste. this might be, okay. You funny have, and knowledgeable. You have some good taste. I'll give you all and, that. That's and I got the podcast uh, to be viewed by 400,000 people through The Rock's Instagram. Is that not true? That is true. Yes, you okay. did that. This is a little fucked up, man. This is a bridge what? too far for me. No, you're like, do, you're going to make... To stop acting like this, you're doing me some... Don't be a snake, bro. Don't, don't act like you're doing me some fucking favor that you're going to hold Calmania without me involved. Calmania oh, is whoa, also... Whoa, whoa. Without you involved? I yeah. don't want you not involved. I want you out here. I want... We, I wish ever match. We should do a rematch. You deserve a rematch. You're the champ. You know, damn... You know damn well that I, first of all, I'm not vaccinated. I'm still being, I'm, I still, I got a PFT pulmonary function test this week you for my lungs. Tompkins? No, not a Paul F. Tompkins. A pul- it's not funny. A pulmonary function test for my lungs. Check the capacity after post COVID. I, I can't risk Tom- to get one of these I, I, variants. I can't get a vaccine. You think I'm going to fucking come out there to Hawaii to. to, to I to, think what? Paul F. Tompkins and, is and, very and, funny. And, 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 and I think, that, Dan, look, I know you're getting mad. Maybe I should have talk about this all fair because now I, I know, might cut this out of the pod because you're not having Calmania. Don't, it's not up to me. We need to have. The, we can't do two years in a row with no Calmania. And by the way, Dan, without consulting you, do you know how many things I've produced without consulting you? I produced the entire adult wrestling fan special. I produced the entire Calmania one. Obviously, you're involved. Like you sign off on these things, but I'm the guy doing all the legwork. I'm a producer. This is what I do. All you got to do is show up. All you do is get on a plane, show up, and have a match. You got to do nothing. I made it so you don't have to worry about nothing. We're going to do this thing. We're going to restore the greatness of this title. We're going to restore the greatness of this podcast. We're going to make the comedians of wrestling great again. And that starts at Calmania oh 3. God. It's going to be held on oh my home my turf God. in my adopted right, homeland. Gotta, I got to go. Hawaii. I'm we the state go. bird. I'm the state bird of Hawaii, baby. And they love okay. me here. All right. And we're doing we're, it. We'll talk. Uh, uh, all right, everyone. Uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs>